Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Live from New York, it's the show that's rooting for the Phillies, all of us, including Dusty. It's First Things First today. I actually want to ask him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> today, Micah Parsons doesn't want to hear any more criticism of Dak, Brew, or your report cards. Meanwhile, <laughs> is the LeBron AD duo actually underrated? One Ooh. person here thinks so. NBA, baby. And finally, Wednesday, which means it's time for the illustrious return of tears. Yeah. We know how this is going to go. I well, well, you know the top. top. I mean, yeah, you know the top. Well, look, I mean, top. We're just being honest. I think the audience values everybody more than anything. Okay, well, let me be honest. It's really from that point down. where okay, ooh, that's While maybe down. there's not Who's suspense, it's the greatest edition of Tears. Maybe ever. Certainly this year. Good tease. That's Guaranteed. Good. I think Guaranteed. I, I wasn't feeling this year. I thought that was tears. good. Oh, you I haven't seen some, the names yet, Brew. <laughs> we you start names. With names might be good. Bashing Dak. Not us necessarily. After a bounce back win over the Chargers, oh, Brew, Dak love. Micah Parsons took to his podcast to discuss the criticism of the 4-2 Cowboys. Take a listen. I just don't condone the bashing of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys and have the same energy for the Eagles. So we want the same energy for everybody because there's a whole bunch of bashing when it's Dak Prescott, but not the same when it's the Eagles. So why is it that we are just scrubs and we're nobodies that don't deserve to be on the field and we're just all talk, but there's a hundred excuses for these other these other teams. Like If y'all just want to hate Cowboys Nation, just say y'all hate Cowboys Nation. But don't sit here and throw shade on us. Keep the same energy for everybody. I mean, I, I mean, he's talking directly to you, Brew. I know he named my Jack man, Otto. Micah. Oh, he, I'm listening. <laughs> he's talking to you, Brew. Two words describe it: same energy. Yeah, and he's right. But here's why: one, you're America's team. The Patriots? Okay. No. Yeah, sure. Although they're getting a little of that because of the success, because they're one in five, and we're talking about them. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But the Cowboys are America's team. They're an S-Bob team. We're going to talk about you. True. And two, you got to understand, there is more energy for the Cowboys because of that and because of what, what do I always say? They're an the S-Bob ownership. Team. Oh, yeah. The culture yep. Don't do that your own. Not, no. <laughs> Mike is under the, the culture. Sure. Jerry Jones has created a culture where this Cowboys are not just a team. They're an well, industry. Yes, that they're, part's true. They don't lose just a game. It's an experience. Well, then, so you Because agree he's with always running. No, I agree with Micah. Yeah. I agree, but he has to understand why we give more energy to the Cowboys. Like I said, they're America's team. So, like the Lakers and the Yankees, everything is magnified. All right? Okay. We pay more attention to the Cowboys than everybody, all these other teams. And secondly, he has to understand the benefits of that. All right, Micah's benefiting from this. Mm-hmm. And Dak, he brought up Dak, all right? Dak Prescott has been treated like a celebrity quarterback, even though he hasn't made the Pro Bowl since 2018. Why? Even though he hasn't gotten to an NFC title game ever. ever. Sure. Why? Because he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. So we're giving Dak Prescott more energy than we're giving the Kirk Cousins. Than we're giving the other quarterbacks who may have done even more than Dak Prescott. Sure. So- and then Micah is in that as well. Micah's been, Micah is the most, excuse me, talked about defensive player in the league. Like in a positive way. That's true. Right? T.J. Watt has had a better career and is having a better season this year. Is anybody comparing T.J. Watt to Lawrence Taylor? Mm. No, that's it, true. Miles Garrett, do we talk about Miles Garrett as much as we talk no, about Micah? We probably should. So Micah and Dak 
and the Cowboys in general. Will so you're benefit. saying it cuts both ways. I think he's right. Okay. But it's a positive right. that he has to understand. All right. So first of all, I, the, I'm very surprised to hear you say all of that. I agree with almost all of it. Second of all, I think it was even more impressive than what you said is how you said it. Considering, in fact, I'm pretty sure you hurt yourself pounding your chest right beforehand. You seemed you seemed winded at the beginning of that, but that was <laughs> outstanding. Uh, here's the thing, though. I do think it is fair to judge different teams by different standards. And if people want to argue the Niners have earned a different benefit of the doubt than any other NFC team Mm -hmm. because of their perennial contention and success. And I know, at least I, I said going into the game, and I think this whole table believes the Niners last year, would have beaten the Eagles if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. And so, yep. say, then similar to how I say very openly, yeah, I don't judge the Chiefs by the same standard as mm-hmm. the Bills. Like, they've, the Chiefs certainly have earned it. If there's a team next most earned it, it's the Niners. That's fair. But the Eagles haven't, in my opinion. And I think Dak is 100% correct. They just went to the, the Super Bowl. The, yes, the Eagles just had one great season. That is correct. But the well, they Eagles, won a Super Bowl they, not too long they, ago either. Yeah, but no one, aside from Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, it's not the same team. Let me, hold on, let me explain it. I mean, I get it, but like, I do not think that the, when we talk about, he's talking about Dak Prescott. I do not think Jalen Hurts should have earned such a greater benefit of the doubt than Dak Prescott. Jalen Hurts has had one awesome season. One awesome season. That's fair. That Jalen Hurts, if Dak Prescott, they both played the Jets. Micah's point, I think, was we blow them out, and everyone says doesn't matter. They're a bad team. It was said on this show. The Eagles lose to them and lose to them because of a Jalen Hurts mistake, and people are ready to be like, okay, we, you know, it's not a big deal. The fact of the matter he's is he's lost that, two games that, in like two years. Okay, but so that again, I'm not the, the quarterback wins guy as much as you. But this, what are we doing? One guy <laughs> went to the Super Bowl, the other guy can't get to his own conference championship the, game. The, so do you? So you think it is just clear cut, unquestioned? Jalen Hurts better player than. Dak Prescott. I, yes. You you think that, what's what's there? What's the evidence that he's not? That, well, I think that since he's coming in the league, they're equivalent players. Well, last we year, who, did you. how many interceptions no. did uh, Jalen Hurts have last year? Oh, Six. Okay, not, well, let's, oh, how many? And where did he go? Where did the season end up? The Super Bowl. Right, and this Wilds, oh, okay. this is exactly I think Micah's point is is what is the millstone that hung around Dak's neck from last year? The interceptions. Yeah. And this year. Who, other than Jimmy Garoppolo and Mac Jones, who are the only who's the only player in the league with seven picks? There's three guys: Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones, and Jalen Hurts. And that Jet, if the Cowboys had lost to the Jets because of a Dak Prescott essential pick six, I do think he would have been pilloried in a way Jalen wasn't. And the point that I was making, we can show you their numbers this year mm-hmm. and their numbers since Jalen became a starter. This year, Dak has been more criticized while also being the more effective player. Over the course of their career, we can show you the numbers. The the argument that Jalen, now you can say, well, you believe his trajectory is better, whatever it is. Yeah. Over the course of their career, the idea that Jalen Hurts is this head and shoulders guy that's better is just not true. Two years ago, he was not better. This year, he's not been better. Last year, last year was Jalen Hurts was exceptional. And last year, he was better than Dak's been at any point in his career. Right. That that would be the Dax best season. never any... been in the MVP like conversation. No, his rookie year was the only year he got votes. Right. And so I agree with that. But the there, I, I think Mike is absolutely correct that there is an element of unearned benefit of the doubt given to the Eagles and an element of uh, wild skepticism unearned given to the Cowboys. Because well, the Cowboys were good when I was in high school. No, they, they I've won- seen the Eagles be good in different stages, including last year's Super Bowl. Oh, I've seen Jalen Hurts be consistently excellent. No, you've seen him be excellent one season. And, and, and one season I, you've seen Nick, him be excellent. I, I don't think I it's see, so yeah. much people giving the Niners and the, and the uh, Eagles and other teams, for that matter, the benefit of the doubt as much as it is. Do you understand, Micah? What the Cowboys are. That's when you're, what he other owner it. in professional sports talks every week and runs his mouth and says controversial things that put your team under the microscope? Jerry Jones puts his team that's, under the microscope. So we, we are all focused on them and everything is magnified. Yeah. To me, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Dusty. I hope the Eagles crush the Cowboys. I'm just anti-Cowboys. Well, I mean, but hold on. Can we just because of Micah? Because of this? I just, I, I just, we, 
Are the Cowboys as good as the Lions? I'm starting what? to get like a little bit annoyed. Sorry, no, I don't no, want no. to do it on national television. Wow. No, the, I'm the, just annoyed by it. Okay. Are, you, are the Cowboys as good as the Lions? Right now, no. Okay. It's, how, are, how often are, are the, the Eagles as good as the Lions? Are the Eagles right now as good as the Lions? No, but the, yeah. no, but the Eagles are better than the Cowboys. Oh. Okay, so what? Okay, so right. So I'm starting to bo- get bothered by the media, but I'm part of the media, and I no, know that so people the watch point. the Cowboys, but it's annoying. But let's he, keep it. Re- are the Lakers as good as the Nuggets? No, we're going to talk more about the Lakers. But that's also but that, how it the, is. The, the, there's there's a separate discussion, I think, too. The Eagles versus the Cowboys over the last 25 years, mm-hmm. and the Eagles with. The Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts combo versus the Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy combo. And the point that I am trying to make is that two years ago, the Cowboys were the better team, clearly. Last year, the Eagles were the better team, clearly. This year, I think it's up in the air. I, I, I think that is that is yet to be determined. And I think the Cowboys, at least for part of the season, if not by the end of the season, will be the ones in first place in their division. And right now, it looks like this season, Dak is playing better than Jalen Hurts. And when I said that, it was and as Dak's if it was anathema. And so I just, I, I, Jalen Hurts was unbelievable last year, and he was spectacular in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It is fair to say that the year before, and thus far this year, he was nowhere close to that caliber of player. He was what? Well, that's that's because Dak was fully formed who he was, and Jalen's trajectory is right. straight up. Right. So it's but, like, yeah, oh, when his trajectory was down here, like, all right, well, he got better right. and brought his team but, to the Super Bowl. But when Bowl. Dak was in that phase of Jalen's career, he also was the one seed. Well, when he was also he in won the Super Bowl. Dak games. was he where. Also, and what happened? Dak but, was where Jalen. I mean, he never been to the Super Bowl like this, but. Yeah. There was a point where we thought Dak yes. was rising and, and would keep rising. And now we've said, you know what, he's not going to rise. And, and to answer your Jaylen's question. still in that rising yes. phase of his career. Wilds, but to answer your question, what happened that year? He played an all-time legendary quarterback, had an all-time legendary playoff game, and lost 30-something to 30-something. It was Dak versus Aaron Rodgers. It was mm-hmm. Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts. But it was their the best year of their career. They had 20-something touchdowns, under five interceptions or single-digit interceptions. They, they were in the MVP discussion but didn't win it, and their team fell short. Now, yes, for Dak, he had to play that guy in the divisional round instead of in the, in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but I... I just think there is some revisionist history on some of this stuff. I, that, that's all. All right, let's go back to the game. End of the first half, time winding down. Got a shot at the end zone here, but McCarthy says he decided to play it safe and kicks the field goal. Jerry didn't agree with this call. Take a listen. I thought we should have tried another pass in the end zone and manage uh, the clock accordingly. Do you think not doing that shows a lack of faith that Mike might have in Dak's ability to make that decision? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, no, that doesn't get that, reach that point with me at all. Uh, is Mike McCarthy the weak link in the Cowboys team? Yeah, obviously. Obviously. And, I mean, listen, it's one that you teams can overcome. I would have argued when the Bengals made the Super Bowl, their weak link was their head coach. Mm-hmm. They overcame it. Like, it's not – obviously, you would rather that not be the case – but, you know, I think the Niners' weak link is their quarterback. I think that's more damaging. I, but what happened on Monday night can't happen. Part, listen, part of the cost of doing business with McCarthy is going to be some of timeout mismanagement. Some, I would say, overly conservative play calls. I can deal with that. That's, to me, almost baked into it. But objectively, or abjectly, I should say, Saying to the world, don't trust my quarterback, can't happen. Because the Cowboys, particularly with Diggs down, Mm. are not good enough to be the team that is an S-Bob team without getting, you know, Pro Bowl-ish level quarterback play. They don't need Dak to be the best quarterback in the league. They don't even need him. He doesn't even have to be the best quarterback in the NFC. But he, he, they have to get clear-cut top 10 quarterback play, and if your coach is coaching the games like you think you don't have that, like you think you have a team that you have mm-hmm. to protect from the quarterback, then they are not. They have no chance of reaching where they need to go to. But I'm thinking you're saying Dak's got to give them clear-cut top 10 play. Yeah. That's a question mark. That's a major question mark. And look, let me just – McCarthy has his issues, the clock management, all of that. I, he's more of a macro coach than a micro coach, okay. all right? And in the macro, let's let's just, I, I have to give him a few flowers. 
They had won 12 games twice in the previous 12 seasons before he got there. Now, obviously, they've had back-to-back 12-win seasons. They have been in the top 10 in points allowed and points scored in the last three years, including this one. That hadn't happened since the 90s when they were winning Super Bowls. So he, you have to say, you know what? Overall, he has done a good job. It is these little moments that will you know, could be a problem for the Cowboys. But I also think they got concerns about Dak. Like you said, will he be a top 10 quarterback? Look, the last two of his last three playoff games – He had a a quarterback rating under 70, a passer rating under 70. And we know two touchdowns, three interceptions in those games. I think the red zone efficiency, some might try to put some of that on McCarthy. I think they miss Ezekiel Elliott down there. I think they miss the tight end as well. Right now, the whole league is is helping out C.J. Stroud in Houston. That's true. But right now, kind of one of the stories the first six weeks is there's this really good article written about this. I think it was on the ringer. I could be wrong about how – the whole league is struggling in the red zone right now. I understand the Cowboys are partic- no, the Cowboys are even amongst the whole league right. struggling, but for some reason right now the whole league red zone efficiency is down. I guess here would be my point, Wilds. If 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 Dak is not a top ten guy mm-hmm. that can't get you that level of play, A minus B plus quarterback play, they can't make the Super Bowl. So if you're if if Brew's right that they're a Super Bowl or bust team, then it's it's almost like Listen, we are we are running late for the airport. We're going to miss our flight. I think this shortcut will get me there. We might end up in the woods, but he, but if we don't try it, we've missed our flight anyway. You've got to go. Well, you got to put your faith into Dak because if you act like no no no, we're gonna go game manager, run game. You're not good enough. But that was a whole plan to the, simplify the offense. To simplify the manager. offense. That part of the problem is Pollard. Has not been amazing. And and I yes. think it's because he's smaller. Like, he benefited well, from Zeke. There's a reason that even in college, banging, banging he only got a dozen guys, right? He was a largely yeah. receiver. Yeah. Banging, you know, Zeke softened up the yep. defense, and Pollard then broke runs. But yeah. he's averaging less than four yards of carry. That's your guy. Uh, I do like odds that. to win the NFC. San Francisco still at number one. Eagles at two. Followed by Dallas, Detroit, and then Seattle. Brew, which team do you trust most in the NFC? The Niners have clearly, I don't even think it's arguable, been the best team so far, Mm -hmm. All right, despite that loss on Sunday. Because I said this before, they were going to lose, they'll probably lose again to a team that's worse than them. It just happens. Chiefs probably will. Like, this is the NFL. All right. But because of their injuries, like right now, and they're not serious injuries, but Debo's banged up. Christian McCaffrey's banged up. And these guys have a history of being back, whether it's those guys or other 49ers players. So because it's almost like with Tua, you always have to bake that in. Ah, will he stay healthy? I, I'm going to say I feel the most confidence in my Super Bowl pick, the Eagles, because I think the Eagles physically, can. they are a team that can play with Detroit, play with the Niners physically. I think that's a question mark on the Cowboys because the Niners were too physical for them in that game. And then, of course, the Browns were too physical for the Niners. Yep. So, But I think the Eagles can play at that level. They got the best leader, yep. I think, in Jalen Hurts. So I'm going with the uh, Eagles. Okay, so you, you said something at the beginning there, and Wild just instantly agreed. You were like, the Niners have clearly been the best team, and then you explained why it's not. No, they haven't. The answer is right now, this moment, the Detroit Lions. Right now, the the Detroit Lions don't have a bad loss. They have an overtime loss against a playoff team from last year, a team that we like. The Detroit Lions have the best win of any team in the league this year. The Detroit Lions are top eight in the NFL in points allowed and top four in points scored. Yeah, push for the 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 49ers have scored the most points and allowed the the, least. I I understand that. The The 49ers also have the highest. I would argue that the the Niners, you could say they have the best win. I get the, it. It was going there and beating the Chiefs, but who, what, Indianapolis beat the Chiefs the, last year. The, hold on. What's the Niners' best win? The Cowboys. The Cowboys the, by 32. Okay. Well, the, it was the, certainly what, the most the, dominant. No, no, no. That's fair. But the, the, as far as the toughest opponent that has been beaten, I and I would also argue. Listen, the here's the other reason that as far as trust most in the NFC, that the conversation that is not yet being had, but if the Lions beat the Ravens this week, will mm-hmm. be had is that the Lions are going to be the one seed. Can we show you their schedule? I like that. Look at the – they play the Ravens this week, rest of the year. One game against a team with a winning record. Wow. One game. That is – And 
And so <laughs> if they're already five and That's one. A schedule. Wow. E- like, and so even if they lose to the Ravens, they can get there. But we've talked about Phillies next day. We know Dallas has tough schedule. Uh, like this is one of the benefits of being the team that got hot but didn't even make the playoffs. You get the easier schedule right. the next year. Yep. And so Do I believe the Lions are going to make the Super Bowl? No, I'm not coming off my pick, all that stuff. But right now, as far as who has earned it, the Lions are an overtime away from being Mm 6-0. They went to Kansas City and won. And my big concern for them going into the year was twofold. One is, how is Goff going to look on the road? He's looked excellent on the road, unlike last year. And is that defense going to be a sieve? Absolutely not. Aiden Hutchinson made a huge leap. And so, I just think the Lions... So, is that the team you trust the most? Right now, this moment, I think they're most likely to be the one seed. And I think if you're the one seed, you have such a huge edge in the new NFL where there's not two buys. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of things going for the Lions right now. I said that 10 minutes ago. I got yelled at. No. You, you, know, <laughs> yeah, you, you said, were that cowboy. I was like, why are you talking about you the, asked the lines? And I agree with you. That's true. Uh, LeBron and AD underrated. Next on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Uh, remember the Sixers practice from Colorado from two weeks ago? Well, that's the only media we have of Harden. He hasn't been with the team since Sunday. Missed practice today. May actually be in Houston, Broussard. Honest mistake. <laughs> Here's Coach Nurse and Embiid today. That's my answer, man. He's here we go. He's not here we go. Are surprised that he wasn't here today, just given that he has? Yeah, I mean, yeah, from the, from the last, uh, you know, discussions that I've had with him and from everybody, yeah, there wasn't a bit. Is the expectation still that you guys expect him to play Friday against Atlanta? Yeah, I'm still going on what he said the last time we talked to him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe he has something to do. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, so, but we had a good practice. I mean, this Brew, how do you see this playing out? This is not good. Well, I guess the notion of Harden playing nice is yeah. out the window. I mean, eight hours ago it was tweeted, he's been totally professional throughout this ordeal. And then it was like, except for the fact that he's AWOL. He's AWOL. No, <laughs> here, here, this is just like Houston. Remember he started out, I think he had a 40-point game. It was unbelievable. Right, and then yeah. all of a sudden it went south. If I'm, here's what I do if I'm the Sixers. If I'm Nick Nurse, because obviously he's not going to sit down with Daryl Morey. Nurse has to sit down with Harden and say, because Harden, I don't think he's not going to stay away from the team because he he doesn't want his, he doesn't want his contract to toll, toll so he won't be a free agent next year. So he's got to. I think his play is going to be okay. I'll go around the team, but if I'm Nick Nurse, I I got to sit down with Harden and say, look, I get the situation. Can you give us a hundred percent on the court? No. And if you can't, <laughs> being honest with me, look, this is between me and you. Yeah. If you can't, then he's going to have to – if Harden says he can't, then Nurse has to talk to Daryl. And I think Daryl Morey has to be like, James, stay away from the team until we trade you. That's right. Because I think okay, if he fine. comes around the team, yeah. he's going to ruin it with his attitude yeah. and his laziness, his lethargy and all that. But he, he ha- he's going to come around the team so he, his contract won't toll. But I think this, Nick, they can be <laughs> – Pretty much just as good, I really believe, with or without James Harden. Okay, then what They're not going the past have? the second round with him. They might be able to reach the second round without him. Let Ty- Tyrese Maxey become your second guy. Tobias Harris becomes your third guy. They've got some depth. Yeah. I let him go and let him stay away from the team until we can find a yeah, trade. I, I mean, I just I, I think that I was looking at this almost more from like Harden's perspective than the Sixers. I think from the Sixers, you gave great advice. I think that it's a toxic situation. He said you want to get uncomfortable. Let's make it uncomfortable and comfortable too long. It was one of the long list of ridiculous things he said this offseason. This idea, James Harden, the last time he spoke, when he compared it to a marriage, and he was like, you know, he can't get over that betrayal. What, what he left out of that analogy was, yeah, and that betrayal happened right after I tried to move in with someone else publicly. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. This idea that Daryl Morey betrayed him when he told everyone who would listen, starting on Christmas Day, I'm going to sign with the Rockets. My plan is to go to the Rockets. And then the Rockets didn't have money. And he comes home. And he's like, you changed the locks on me? It's like you've been across the street for a while. <laughs> I, I, and give me a break. And the whole and this idea of oh he wants to go home he wants a chance to win with the Clippers no he doesn't 
He wants to go to the richest owner in the NBA mm-hmm. who has a new arena opening up, who has two injured stars who it, it, they haven't extended yet. So right. he has the leverage of, you want to sell tickets there, I will stay. You don't have to worry about me. I will stay. Pay me the money. And they won't have the money to pay him in free agency. Exactly right. All he has to are, get there. Nobody he has to get to the Clippers now. Yep. This is complicated CBA stuff, but trust me. The only way he can get the max contract he wants, I don't know if Bomber would give it to him, but the only way he could do it is if he gets traded oh, to traded to a that. team and that team gives right. it to him. Or one of the max uh, space teams. None of those, None of those teams do. San Antonio. And it's just, it, it, and, and this is, so, what I will admit I am falling prey to this. One of the things about being on sports television is at times you get angrier at the people who have made you wrong. And this is what's happening right now a bit with me and Harden. Because, Brew, five years ago, I, remember. I, I would argue he's in the discussion for the greatest player ever to not I win a ring. I think you were saying he is. Yeah, yeah, well, I was certainly said he was in the discussion, player, yeah. and, it was, and we would talk about him versus Malone, or Carl Malone, him versus Elgin Baylor, all these things. And I said, it was, you know, he's up against the Warriors dynasty. It's kind of unfair the way the media has portrayed him. And since then... He has been the consummate unprofessional on the level I can't remember of an all-time great player. And, to, and it's what he'll be remembered to for. To that yes. point, Wilds, Harden has to think about his future. I mean, he's trying to think about his future. But if this – like, he is not endearing himself to anyone, okay? There's only one team interested in him, the Clippers, okay? And they still might be interested in him. But even if he, if he can't get there this season – then they can only give him a small contract, all right? And what team is going to want him? If he, he's acting, acting out this year, I don't know who's going to want him next okay. year. As good if as he, he, if he gets is. to the Clippers, your Clippers, are you confident Kawhi, Paul George, Russ back in the mix, and Harden actually work from a basketball I, sense? I, I wouldn't pick them to win the championship, but I'll say this, or the West for that matter. But I'll say this. You're a team where you know at some point – Kawhi Leonard's getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Paul George might get hurt. So that gives you a star to have in there when, when those two go down. And so I get why the Clippers might be interested in him. And let's say they don't get hurt, Kawhi and George. Well, now you got a great playmaker. Harden showed with KD and Kyrie that he can be that third yeah. guy and pass and dish the ball and still give you 20 points. So I think it could fit basketball-wise just because of their situation. So I, I would do it if I'm the Clippers. I don't buy it. They're not getting out of the West you, you without don't buy what, I just well. I don't buy the personalities all. It just feels like a TV well, no. show that's put together like, and how about how about James Harden there? It's like that's gonna work? Are you sure? It's not a championship. Mix, James Harden and No, Ross it's and a Kawhi. desperate team. Yeah, it's right. a, they're listen, the, they're the not Clippers, going anywhere without it. Yeah, ever since Brew anointed them, it's been bad news for them. It's and so. uh, <laughs> injuries, man. Kawhi just who who knew? He just can't stay healthy. best duo in the NBA. According to Bleacher Report, reigning champs literally have the hardware, so they're at one. Giannis and Dame only played two preseason games together. They're two. That's correct. Dame had a bad game yesterday, by the way. Um, preseason, then you got, wow. You already had, raining on his parade. Well, he had five points. Wilds out on free Wilds after preseason. Wilds out on Dame and on Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if Wembyama has a, a great game, we're like, wow, he played great. Guy had five points, shot two for You're 11. putting a little too much <laughs> oh, weight five. into the preseason. Dusty I'm just five telling points. you right now. Played 25 minutes, had five points in the preseason <laughs> game. In any event. Uh, all right, so then it's LeBron and AD at four, KD and Booker at three. Yeah. Are you okay with that order? No. Hmm? LeBron's better than Durant. I know it sounds weird. He's in year 21. It's, he just is. People were like, oh, but LeBron, you got to factor in injuries. He plays more than Durant. He's right. healthier than Durant. And I know we would have thought by this time Durant's better, but he's not. He's not more available. He's not more reliable. He's not more versatile. He's not more, like, uh, well, at least in the play. No, in the playoffs, two years ago, Durant was downright bad. Mm-hmm. Last year, Durant you know, was the second best guy right. on his own squad in the postseason. Now, you could say the same about LeBron, that AD was the better guy. But the LeBron also ended the playoffs with his best postseason game as opposed to a bit of a whimper. I just And we can show you the numbers last year. Last year, the numbers are very similar. Oh, Durant was yeah. more efficient. And we can show you, but here's to me what's more notable. The numbers the last three years. Since Durant left the Warriors... Here's the last three years. It's LeBron's most injured portion of his career by far. He's still more available than KD. And so I just, I think that we all agree AD is better than Devin Booker. So then it becomes a LeBron Durant discussion. LeBron's better than him. 
So I don't, not okay. With I, I agree because with Nick because of this physical play. And I always throw this out as the old school guy. Yeah. For all those that say nobody could have guarded Durant in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Physical play bothers Kevin Durant. We saw it last year with Aaron Gordon. We saw it two years ago for sure with, the with Jason Tatum and the Celtics. All right. So that obviously doesn't bother LeBron. So I would be with Nick, even though if you want to call Durant LeBron at this point a wash, Anthony Davis is better than Devin Booker. As good as Book is. He gives you that – Davis gives you that defensive factor. When he is plugged in defensively, he's one of the best three to five defenders in the league. All right? And so I would go with AD and LeBron because, as Nick said, a lot of people would – in a lot of comparisons you would say, well, LeBron has been injured these last several years. AD Correct. can get injured anytime. K- KD has been – is got injured in the freaking layup line. Yeah. All right? So, you can't – you. I mean, really, that's, that's, that's not a funny line. I know. I know. That's I know. the truth, but okay? Ahead, and Mark. so, yeah, I'm, I'm with Nick on is it. Is it fair to judge KD, or is even though he's a longtime veteran, but do we know what KD and Booker are going to look like alongside Bradley Beal versus – because I, I know Bradley Beal is better than Austin – Reeves, even though Austin Reeves cooked a little bit. I in think Nick might doubt that. I, I don't know Which that. I don't doubt that. You, don't, you think Austin Reeves is better than Bradley I think Beal? That, I think, let me be very clear. I think if you're trying to win a championship, I would rather have as my third guy, Austin Reeves, and the things he does, than Bradley Beal, if my top two guys are those guys. I think that, so I do, if we were saying, if hey, you If you had Austin Reeves, switch Reeves and Beal. I think, the, I think the Suns are better. I actually, I oddly oh, think no, both I teams are better because I think the Lakers need yeah, some I think shooting. The Lakers would I, be no, better. no, no. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, yes. I think those, both those guys actually oddly would be better for the opposing teams <laughs> because of what they add. Yeah, what I do would think Reeves that. give Phoenix that Beal does? I think he's a better defender. I think he's better off the ball. I think he is a guy who has played that role his entire career. Say about that. As, as opposed to yeah, Bradley, but he hasn't. He hasn't. He's been a role player. Yes, like Beal, I think Beal will be. I, I like Beal, but better you are worried about a, a star a who hierarchy. averaged thirty-one points two years ago now being like, "Hey, you're third guy now." No, I, I'm oh. not worried about it. Oh, I think okay. he understands that I, he's behind. I also those think two. a guy coming off his worst two years as opposed to a guy who's on the ascent. I think there's something there. Okay, not better defender is a bold claim. He's kind of like a Jeff Hornacek. Yeah. Look up Jeff Hornacek. I don't. Yeah. don't never heard of uh, retract that statement. Look up Jeff Hornacek. Uh, talking to Aaron Rodgers. You're going to ruin the chemistry of the show. Reeves is not like Jeff Hornacek. Don't t- that you said. I got look breaking him news. Up. You want to hear breaking news? McCall <laughs> Hardman back to the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. how about that? Yeah, Hubs just told me. There you go. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's been saying that? You no one. Who's been uh, Aaron Rodgers told us a few weeks ago there is nothing normal about how I'm attacking this rehab. And he was, quote, making room for the miraculous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then on Sunday, he took the field to throw some passes in front of some cameras, and his coach called him a freakazoid, which was a compliment. Well, here's what he told McAfee yesterday. Let's just cool our jets. I get it. A little bit. You saw me walk without crutches and throw on the field. Another marker is going to be jogging, and then another marker is going to be going through a pregame workout, probably, and get on a practice field. All these are going to take time. There's critical markers I have to hit. Oh. Yeah, that's not all he said. No, he also said he's like, you know, anything I do, you know, people take a t- take notice of. Buddy, it's a nationally televised game. You're on the field throwing passes. <laughs> and he also he, he also took a shot at the former nas- you know, director of nas- National Institute of Again? Health. Out of, yeah, out of nowhere. Really out of nowhere. I mean, that poor old man's just sitting at home like, wait, is it, is, is it Tuesday straight. on the Pat McAfee show? <laughs> Nobody's talked about me for two years. But this guy. Um, yeah, but the other thing he said that is true, and he it's what I was alluding to the other day is there is risk to doing this too fast which is the Achilles gets stretched and then that's a disaster that's it's like a I'm not a doctor but it's like an elastic band that gets once it gets overstretched it can't come back so he's Greg he was never coming back this year no it's it was never realistic for him to come back this year and I don't understand me a lot he told me the, about miracles and he's uh, attacking. Remember, yeah, and the both power people of the are mind. In the, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. Pool, but he was in a it feels to me like he realized. Oh wait, P- 
people are actually taking this seriously. <laughs> I need to make sure they know I can't come back this year, and we shouldn't be talking about me coming well, back Maybe he needs year. to tell that to Robert Sala, because Sala sounds more optimistic than Aaron Rodgers. I, look, to me, the only thing that makes sense, and I, I'm not – this is kind of odd if this is what they're doing, but it's like Aaron's presence clearly galvanizes the Jets. And so are they dangling this carrot out in front of their players? So they say, hey, if we get back, if we can be in the playoff hunt, maybe Aaron will be back. Like, are they all in? Is Salah and Aaron, are they all? No, (laughs) Zach, I mean, Zach knows I just got to hold the rope until Aaron comes back. Why else would Aaron Rodgers not just come out and say, I'll be here next year? Like, this doesn't make sense for him to string this thing along. Well, I get it. It doesn't make sense. I think the number one thing that – in being able to talk to Robert Sala yesterday morning, like, he was expressing just his approach and being around the guys and actually being there to rehab. I think that's all playing a huge role in his mindset, his psyche, and even the guys in the locker room, just seeing them around. Because what typically happens – and no, he's not coming back. But what typically happens when you have a guy who gets hurt and injured mm-hmm. and he's done for the season – they're done. They're off. They're not in the training room, especially one of the guys. It's like, you know, they go off, they go home, and they start rehabbing on their own, doing their own thing to come back for next season. Aaron has found a way to be all in with this team, understanding that I still want to play next year. And so in nice. order for me to keep this, this level of excitement and energy kind of afloat, I got to be around. I got to be visible. I can't be in the darkness of retreats and all the things. I have to be present. I have to be visible in the locker room and around the community. So I don't mind it, but all this, let's cool your Jets. My Jets were never turned on. My Jets were turned on. uh, They were turned on. They were firing. It's like Top Gun. It's like he's coming back. (laughs) He told me he's coming back. Well, he's putting it out there. So is the head coach. Well, I mean, he, he wasn't, didn't say I'm, de- I'm no, no, they're de- back, but, but they're, they're leaving open the door. He left open, like don't doubt the door me shouldn't all even this be stuff, open. The more I'm doubted, all like this he, stuff. look, then, even if in his mind Rodgers was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna try to get back this year. Why don't you just go ahead and rehab and work as hard as you can? And if somehow by some miracle you're actually able to play, then just come out and get oh, ready to play. You're asking why would he not take that approach? Yeah, why not? Because he wants the attention. I mean, I don't know. Why on the NBA draft show do they not just say, and the number one pick went to the Spurs because they want to keep your attention, because they want to keep you watching, because they want to stay in the news, like, as long as possible. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not – I, yeah, I am saying it. It's for the attention. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> right into week what seven. He got hurt a few steps into it. It's yeah. week seven. Like, oh, more Aaron Rodgers news. Yeah. Like, not really. Uh, coming up next, Bills. Coming up next, greatest segment in all of sports. It's Nick's Tears. This one is excellent. It's the best one of the is year. Yep. Guaranteed. I saw a Brew. preview of it. It's good, really good, bro. I'm just uh, Head over to FoxSports.com <laughs> where Henry McKenna <laughs> asking, are the Bills getting closer to or further from their Super Bowl aspirations? Writing, quote, Buffalo has the fourth highest variance in DVOA, 10% on offense, meaning the offense swings in efficiency from week to week mm. more than all but three teams, the Patriots, Cardinals, and Bears. Unlike those teams, Ooh. the Bills also have their offensive DVOA in the top three with the Dolphins and the 49ers, which almost sounds to me like it's a roller coaster oh, wow. by the statistics. <laughs> Nick, which direction do you think the Bills are going? I mean, they're obviously in the, going in the wrong direction. They're, listen, in 2020, they were in the AFC title game, and they were clearly the second-best team in the conference to the defending champion Chiefs. The very next year, they lost in round two, and they said before that year they were obsessed with the Chiefs. They then played the Chiefs far closer. It was a round earlier, but you could argue they were closer. Because, I mean, that game was an all-time classic, and they were then anointed. And then that next season, they levered their team up, to use a Wall Street term. They really borrowed from the future considerably. Mm-hmm. To they, they paid a king's ransom for Von Miller. They tried to bring everybody back. They were like, this is our moment. Mm-hmm. They believed it was, and they fell woefully short in the postseason. And now, instead of it being like Kansas City, Buffalo, Buffalo, Kansas City, it's like Kansas City, Miami, and then in that next group, there's Baltimore, Jacksonville, Buffalo, 
and uh, yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, and oh yes, in Cincinnati. Yes, I I didn't mean to leave them out, but they they're a team that hasn't played that level, but we believe in. They're mm-hmm. kind of in the mix yeah. of the others, and here's the concerning part. This is from our friends at SpotRack, the teams that next year are already over the cap, meaning teams that are going to have to you know, peel away at their team, the Saints in perpetuity. Chargers, remember, they went all in recently. Yep. It hasn't worked out. The Dolphins, you get it, by the way. They're like, our quarterback's cheap. Go try to do it now. The Bills are right there. And so there are, there are real hard decisions they're going to have to make this offseason and this is this Bills team is not better than last year's and not better than the years before. So yeah, of course they're going in the wrong direction. It's yeah, they, not, I, they are, look, I still think that they are a fringe Super Bowl contender. Like they're one of those I don't know. But last six, year six, some people teams. thought they were the favorite. No, I, yeah. I, I picked them last yeah. year to win it. And last year they were. As you said, it was the Chiefs and, and the Bills, and obviously the Bengals were in there. But they were one of the handful of teams that people could see winning the Super Bowl. Now I think they're just a fringe team that people think might be able to win the Super Bowl. What they have to hope for is that Josh Allen, because he's so inconsistent, they have to just hope. He gets hot like he did a couple years ago when they lost to the Chiefs. Because you don't know what – now, the thing is, can he do that for four games? No. If that's what it takes. Like, that year was just two, right? He had the nine touchdowns, no interceptions. It was like, oh, my gosh, this dude is awesome. Can he do that for three or four straight games? That looks iffy. And this is why you guys know I was so upset, nothing against Sean McDermott, but I'm like, why did you give him this contract extension? He should still be on – like, this should have been a prove-it year. I oh, know for he, the coach. The I coach. thought you were saying for Josh. Okay, no, for the, the coach. coach. He yeah. got him to a certain level, and he did. You can't deny what he did for this organization. They are now like a perennial playoff team. But is he the coach to get you to the next level? Yeah, Ken Dorsey – well, Ken Dorsey, the offensive – one of them is going to have to be looked at after this season if they don't get to the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's simple. They are further away. For all the reasons you just mentioned, all those other teams, the Jags, the Bengals, and, and we can go on and on and on. But for me, if you just go in-house and look in the mirror at who they are, like defensively, are they better this year? The injuries are starting to mount up. The injuries are starting to mount up. Like, this is a team. Matt Milano, you guys know how I feel about him. He's no longer available. Tredavious White, all these things. Von Miller has not looked nowhere near what they expected, and probably he hopes that he can be. But when you look on the offense side of the ball, we talk about it ad nauseum. The inconsistencies of Josh Allen is what gives us pause. Like, has he already experienced a hot streak in the 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 three games after yeah. the Jets week one, mm-hmm. two, three, and four? Like, have we already seen his hot streak? Is that all that we have left? But for me, when you look at this team and you look at the teams around them, no one no one feels like they can't score with this team. No one feels like they can't put up points against this team or stop this team. Like, I, I, when they were the team outside of the Chiefs. Yeah. It was because there was something that they just did well. They didn't run the ball well, but you couldn't stop. They it. seemed this. They, they, they struck fear in teams. They did for their from the end of the twenty one season. Yeah. Through the first eight weeks of last season, they seemed you were surprised when they didn't get the thirty points. And it's they seemed you know what I mean that yeah. Uh, and the, the Chiefs beat them in that playoff game, but you know, and I I poke fun at them about it, but obviously that game could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the, they. And so I vehemently believe that if they won that game, that team would have won the Super Bowl. And I think sometimes that's your moment. And it doesn't mean it's closed forever, but that's your moment. And then they spent last year chasing that moment, in my opinion, and things fell apart at the end of the season. And now this year they're just a worse team. So do you think since they're a worse team, do you think they need to add somebody? And here's the graphic of Super Bowl champions – Mid-season acquisitions. We're coming up on the trade deadline. Should they just go all in again and try to get somebody to either shore up the defense or another offensive weapon? So I, I would not encourage that for them because I think that you look at the the Rams put, expended big resources at that, but they also had an older quarterback they were trying to grab. It the the Bucks similarly. Yeah. The Chiefs paid. 
you know, a cheap price for sure. a small piece mm-hmm. because they have a young quarterback in his prime and they want mm-hmm. to keep that window wide open. I think the Bills have already put a lot on the credit card. Uh-huh. What they need to do, you mentioned Sean McDermott and Ken Dorsey. Brandon Bean needs to hit on some draft picks. They need to yeah, like who are the, 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 the they at some point you you look at the guys they've drafted post Josh Allen and there's a hell of a lot more misses than hits yeah. and that's what why are the Chiefs right now despite the offense scuttling in the position they're in because all these guys they drafted on defense have hit. You know what I mean? They have stud after stud. What are you supposed to do right now? I'd call right the now. Yeah, I call the Broncos. Like, what's up with you guys? They don't have a lot of good players. The Broncos? Yeah, don't? yeah. no, the Broncos don't. You want good players or just players? They got the Broncos say, got a lot of good players. Where have they been? Wow. You can't call the Patriots aren't going to. The Patriots got no, no good players. They, that's they, that's how bad the, the players AFC. are. They got the same record. You know. Got to try to do something to shake it up in the postseason. I'm with you, Wild. Yeah. In the postseason, right, go it's trade all for Brian Burns. I hope good luck. He's in on it. I wish they used Gabe Davis more. Well, it's Wednesday, October 18th at 4 o'clock. Let me get you up to speed on what's been happening. Last night in a Tribeca loss. With the Kelsey documentary synced up to a Taylor Swift album, it goes perfectly together. <laughs> a group of scientists, savants, and guys who drink too much San Pellegrino fought, toiled, and burned the midnight oil to deliver the best segment in all of sports media. It's my honor and it's a privilege. It's time for Nick's Tears. Indeed it is. And, Wilds, what was my New Year's resolution? Be less humble. Well, the committee, I think, you know, took that upon themselves as well. This is their best work of the year. Wow. Really? Yeah, we will start at the bottom. Relegation. Okay. All of these teams <laughs> must win this week. Must win. Or drop off the tears. By the way, speaking of must win, I I hate to say it. Arizona. The we spent a few minutes last night at the meeting with the committee chastising me for killing must win. Wow, they nice. liked that segment. They said fit it in here. <laughs> Any of these teams lose this week, they're not on the tiers the rest of the year. Ouch. Next lot, next tier, the Princess Bride. <laughs> Big difference between mostly dead and all dead. Mostly dead is still slightly alive, and all these teams are slightly alive still. For the Chargers, too much talent. For the Colts, it's like, can Gardner do it? Maybe. For the Titans, if they let Derrick Henry play quarterback. And so the Raiders technically are 3-3. Three and three. The Packers, I yep. thought, could make the playoffs. Uh, the Vikings, some people thought, could go to the Super Bowl. Well, um, <laughs> last break. Yeah, uh, still <laughs> the NFC South. Eh, they went all three this past week. The only hope for this division being interesting is if Baker gets hot or the Falcons go pure wildcat with Bijan. By the way, it worked 20 years ago for Miami. Let's try it out it did. with Bijan. He would throw the ball to Kyle Pitts. Um, better story than team. All four of these teams are feel-good stories. They're just okay teams. The Jets rallying post-injury. What C.J. Stroud and D'Amico are doing in Houston. Yes. The Rams with Puka and McVay and Stafford saying we're not dead yet. And uh, and Eric Bieniemy getting every last drop out of Sam Howell. They're all good stories. Yeah. None of them are really good teams. Kevin Wilds. Oh, wow. Really, really good at a couple things. Has an obvious Achilles heel. <laughs> Incredibly annoying. To play, to play is what I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Browns, they they are an amazing defense. They can run the ball even without Chubb. The Steelers, amazing defense. They can't throw the football at all, but they're, you know, they're there, they're good, they're solid. Next, missed this window. Uh, this iteration of these two teams are done as a Super Bowl contender. This specific iteration, let me explain. For the Bills, as we discussed last segment, Due to their cap situation, massive changes are coming next season. For the Bengals, T. Higgins is gone after this year, in my estimation. They're going to have to pay Jamar. They're not going to have the two highest-paid receivers or two of the three. Mm -hmm. And neither one of them are true Super Bowl-caliber teams this year because of all the teams above them. Active at the deadline, what Kevin Wilds was referring Uh. to. The Cowboys need a defensive back. The Jags need a pass rusher. The Ravens need a running back. My buddy Andrew Filipponi said, what about a Saquon Barkley to the Ravens? The Giants are probably not going back next year. Think about it, America. Mm. But whatever it is, these are all Super Bowl, I believe, caliber teams that need another piece. <clears throat> That's what the trade deadline is for. Next year, Chris Broussard. Ooh. At first glance, the cream of the crop. Totally buttoned up. <laughs> no real weaknesses. What? But upon deeper inspection, 
you know, is of slight issues that are going to prevent you from really reaching the actual apex. Also, as it are. happens, I don't know. also, what? as it happens, those are Brew's <laughs> NFC Championship teams. Next year, Greg Jennings. Oh, oh. I mean, just amazing to look at. A joy to watch. Two of the prettiest teams you're ever going to see. Championship caliber. Yet, not quite the best. <laughs> Which, of course, leaves. Okay. Just oh, don't say it. Oh. Nick Wright. Oh, I mean, this is uh, annoying. Really? Annoying. Really? Annoyingly good. Irritating. <laughs> seemingly flawed. But deep down, you know it. The best. <laughs> there it is. This is the worst. This, this was the worst. This week's edition of the committee. As much as I What was like, the New Year's resolution? Be less humble. Be less humble. You nailed it. You, you did nailed it. it. Greg, I was surprised at how there. handsome the committee thinks Greg Jennings is. They just kept talking about how <laughs> yeah, pretty the Dolphins and Lions are. Good. I gotta be honest. Yeah, I like that. Thank you, buddy. I, I, I mean, obviously, that. you know. Yeah, he we, said you were gorgeous. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at first glance, you you yeah, have everything. First glance, you first got first everything, but then you look a little <laughs> deeper, and you're like you're missing just something. Uh, no, uh, I, I like the tears. I really like the tears. Obviously, I would poke at the Kansas City Chiefs because of Lions beating them. But I'm looking at the Bengals, man, and this is a team that we all mm. thought that was dead to rights. This is oh, It's not yeah, about moving them up or anything like that, or I feel like they should, they're slighted right now. I like where you have them. I just think that this is a team that's starting to turn on the engine. Oh, wow. They're clawing their way up. They're like yeah. literally clawing their way up. Joe Burrow gets a week off because of the bye week. T. Higgins has been injured, hasn't been the same type of production level from the wide receiver position. When we talk about T. Higgins, you saw all the grumbling and the chattering of Jamar Chase. You start getting him the ball, offense starts to look a little bit better. They got to get Joe Mixon involved in this offensive line in this run game. If they can do that defensively, I think that they'll be okay but this is a team that all those teams the bills why we say the bills aren't aren't yeah. who they are or how close as they need to be the ravens they can beat any one of these teams Ooh. in the afc and find themselves right back where they were last year in the last couple years in the afc championship like the yeah. toughest schedule the rest of the way I thought they were very fortunate to beat Seattle. Seattle almost doubled them up in yards, moved the ball. And right now, the thing the Bengals have done the best, I think, actually, is get to the opposing quarterback. Mm -hmm. The big Orlando Brown signing this offseason has not really panned out the way I think they thought it would, unfortunately, for them. Uh, So I I think they – I agree with Greg. The Bengals are a scary team to play. But I think because of the schedule and already having three losses, they're going to be – they're behind the eight ball too much. Go ahead, Greg. The disrespect for the 49ers oh. and Brock Purdy, it just continues. I mean, just third tier? The Niners should be ahead of the Dolphins, who are vulnerable defensively, and they should be ahead of the Lions. They're Watch just better know. than the Lions. They are better than the Lions. I know you're from Michigan, Greg. And honestly, Nick, I can argue I'd put them over the Chiefs. Right now, I still think San Francisco should be at the top of the tiers. They're still, they got the number one defense in terms of points allowed. All right. They are a missed field goal away from being 6 and 0. And I know it's not the standings, but still. They got the best the almost one. They got <laughs> the best. They got well, hold on. They got the best win of the season. I disagree. Because they beat Dallas by 32. Detroit edged the Chiefs by a point. It was impressive, but the, obviously the Chiefs were missing two of their three best players. And then they're still the second leading offense in terms of scoring. Even though they only put up 17 against the best defense in the league in Cleveland. And Miami, if they hadn't scored 70, they wouldn't be ahead of the, the Niners. So the Niners are, I, I, I can't believe you how know what? disrespectful Maybe in been. the alternate universe where Miami didn't score 70 and Niners no, missed even the field so. goal and all those no, things. No, I'm just saying. There are a lot of ifs this had happened, no. the Niners would be better. It didn't happen. We okay, just so they still, they still have the best resume, they, even with all that okay, stuff happening. The Lions have the best resume. The Chiefs are the best team. And the Niners just lost to P.J. Walker. Like, like they, I understand the Niners didn't have their running back and one of their star receivers. The Browns have been without their right tackle all year. Mm-hmm. They were on – it, it was year. their third different starting quarterback of the season. And the, and they beat – it wasn't fluky how they beat them. They beat – Did they get exposed? Did who get exposed? The Niners. 
or was that just, you know what, it's the NFL. No, their quor- their lose quarterback got, mm. their quarterback, That's what it was. No. He didn't get exposed, but he was reaching up in the overhead compartment, and his, his sweatshirt came up, and the, oh. it was like that. Not exposed, but it was, it was, it was that. It was, he wasn't not, exposed. Not the, go ahead, Miles. Go ahead, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross when that happens. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really terrible. You feel badly. You're yeah. like, does he know? Like, should I say yeah, something? Come yeah. on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to talk about the Browns. There's plenty of things I don't particularly love you about the Browns. You guys didn't even know these were your name tiers. No, but I, I want the Browns right. to move up to active at the deadline, which is basically try to find yourself a quarterback. Okay, yeah. No oh, one knows what's going on. Well, just okay, so yeah. sort of like Go a stopgap yeah. quarterback. No one knows what's going on with Deshaun Watson, including Deshaun Watson. It's a rotator cuff in- injury. Here's what Andrew Siciliano, remember he was cleared. It's not a pain threshold thing. Andrew Siciliano saying, quote, uh, we've got to take some days off because you can't do too much. That's fine. It's a tricky deal. You kind of take that baseball approach. Talk about baseball people that deal with rotator cuffs more often. So that's what we've been doing. I, we've seen this a few times. But just in general rule of thumb, when you start talking to guys from other sports about your quarterback, things are headed in the wrong direction. So I could see them trying to figure something out. But the reason I do like the Browns, this defense is uh, pretty good. Best by any team in the last 40 years. They're number one in anything, everything. But you're thinking, all right, well, they've got it. they got a good defense, but they don't have, they've got too many quarterbacks. Well, look at this. Teams that threw, uh, I mean, threw five five games. This is their record. Two of those teams went to the Super Bowl. So, could they pull this off? Mm, maybe. Well, two of those teams had Tom Brady or Big Ben coming back. Well, don't get me wrong. That's the Brady suspension this here. Is what the, but I'm just saying you can make it work with the defenses, actually. Both, yeah. both no, those I, I actually think. And it's easy schedule coming up. I, I, I agree with all that. I think the defense is so good, and that division is. I think more open than Brew probably does because I have maybe more concerns about Baltimore right now than others I do. I, and I think Steelers are good-ish. Like they, they're all good. It's, they're all right there. Yeah, I mean, if you're saying if like, because there's not a lot of quarterbacks available, so like they could trade for like a Baker Mayfield type in Cleveland. Like, could they all of a sudden, you know, that. make them? Yeah, I think they could. Would they be better with that, Baker Mayfield? Uh, obviously, yes. Brew, would they be better with Baker Mayfield? Right now. Right now. What about Kyle Trask? Okay. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> What do you want? You know what? Thank you, trade for The GM. That's you Have you read their quotes? Well, then they should be able to trade. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we're talking about Dak Prescott and maybe some unfair criticism, bro. Yeah. By After Drew. a bounce back win over the Chargers. I think Dak love. Micah Parsons on his podcast is tired of hearing people bash the Cowboys <laughs> and not everybody else. Take a listen. I just don't condone the bashing of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys and have the same energy for the Eagles. So we want the same energy for everybody because there's a whole bunch of bashing when it's Dak Prescott, but not the same when it's the Eagles. So why is it that we are just scrubs and we're nobodies that don't deserve to be on the field and we're just all talk, but there's a hundred excuses for these other these other teams. Like If y'all just want to hate Cowboys Nation, just say y'all hate Cowboys Nation. But don't sit here and throw shade on us. Keep the same energy for everybody. Yeah. Nobody said You that. just hate Cowboys. No one said all. they were scrubs and didn't belong <laughs> on the field. And people criticized you, Jalen Hurts for throwing interceptions. Hold, hold, hold on. Real quick. They hold on. beat wait, by 32. Wait, wait, wait a okay. moment. Wilds, you literally on Friday, I said, you don't think the Cowboys are a good team? And you said, and I quote, what evidence do we have they're a good team? That was Fair. what you said. What that, was, what, that was that's different than that, saying they don't belong on uh, the that's, field. That's, hold on, <laughs> that's the Kevin Wilds version of they stink. You're a nice <laughs> because guy. they had beaten the, the Jets, kind. the Patriots, oh, and the bro, Giants. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Look, I did, will say. That, well, go ahead. Did, did the Cowboys get on this show more criticism for struggling in the red zone against the Jets than the Eagles got for losing to the Jets? Yes, yes, they did. That is 100% true. true. Micah is right in that there's more energy thrown at the Cowboys than other teams, all right? No one was clamoring. The world was clamoring for an F game when the Cowboys lost. No one was clamoring for that when the Niners lost. That was an F game, all right, to lose to P.J. Walker. But he has to understand why. 
All right, there is that energy. There is that energy, one, because they are America's team. They are the NFL's most national team. All right, just like the Lakers, we pay more attention to the Lakers and the Yankees than any other teams in those leagues. So everything is magnified. So with the Cowboys, it's magnified. Number two, you got your owner who is always running his mouth and putting his team under the microscope. He's the one saying, oh, this San Francisco team's going to the Super Bowl. We got to be like he puts his team under the microscope. So don't get mad when we focus on you. And then here, Mike has to understand the positives of this. Micah Parsons is the most talked about defensive player in the league in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Right. Has he played the best? T.J. Watts had a better career. T.J. Watts had a better season, but nobody's comparing T.J. Watt to Lawrence Taylor. Miles Garrett, nobody's talking about him the way they are at Micah. Dak gets more publicity and love than he – now he gets a lot of criticism too. A but lot. I think for a guy who hasn't made a Pro Bowl in like five years, he is treated like he's a celebrity quarterback. Kind of like he's a superstar quarterback. Why? Because he's a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. So there's positive and there's negative. That's why they, they get more energy than any other team. And Micah has to understand All that why. that is true. But if you win, we wouldn't talk so much about you in a negative light. Like the Cowboys haven't been to the past the division round. That is the NFC Championship game for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Since... Their Super Bowl run team with, led by Troy Aikman and the Emmitt Smiths of the world mm-hmm. and the Michael Irvin. The Philadelphia Eagles were just in the Super Bowl. So you can't make that comparison when a team has just finished losing in the Super Bowl and they perform well. Like, you're going to get the criticism. All the reasons of why is what you said. This is um, deemed America's team. We, we want them to perform well. We expect them to perform well. Why? Because Jerry Jones, at the beginning of every single season, yep. says, this is the group of guys that they're going <laughs> to get it done. Sure. This is the group that I believe is going to get it done. So, and this is, you know, in a less dramatic and maybe more new media version of Micah's That's My Quarterback. Like, there is, there is something to, I think, the fact that you quite have the ring to the, it. Uh, it no, it doesn't. Talk. But my point is, I think, to Brew's point, the Cowboys quarterback is so overly dissected. It led to T.O., you know, crying, That's defending good. him, and Micah now saying, you guys, don't keep the same energy for other – and forget the team part of it because if your point that the Eagles just in the Super Bowl and Wilds was passionate, the Cowboys haven't earned the benefit of the doubt, so be it. Like that, so I, I get that, even if I think the Eagles – the fact that the Eagles were successful, you know, under Doug Peterson and Nick Foles shouldn't have much impact on this, fine. But it is absolutely true that in a game the Cowboys played the Jets and won 30-10, to 10, we dissected Dak Prescott's red zone struggles more, and every show did more than Jalen Hurts throwing essentially a game-losing pick six. And if that had gone where Dak Prescott against the Jets threw with the lead, with two minutes left, threw essentially a pick Agreed. six or a pick to lose it, mm-hmm. it is... The A block, the C block, the E block on every show. And I do think this is a fair question, and I I know you guys disagree with me. I wonder if Greg will. I don't know that Jalen Hurts has earned a massively greater benefit of the doubt than Dak Prescott. This year, Dak Prescott has been better, and we can show you the numbers this season. And it's also true that since Jalen took over as the starter, we can show you their numbers. Dak has been better at least passing the football now Jalen obviously is like 25 additional rushing touchdowns so add that to the ledger there but two years ago Dak was better last year Jalen was better this year Dak's been better and Dak just like Jalen his first year as the full-time start to finish starter was the one seed was awesome in a playoff game against a legendary quarterback that they lost like this idea that Jalen is above criticism because of all he's accomplished and Dak is not is something I don't fully buy. I don't think Jalen's there yet. I hear you, but the reason why like Jalen gets a little bit more leeway and leniency is because of what he was able to accomplish last year. If you, if you can say all of that and Dak Prescott was coming off a Super Bowl appearance, whether it be a win or a loss, and then that be the case. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to be talked about at nauseum regardless on any network, on any show. Mm-hmm. But if he was coming off a Super Bowl appearance, there would be a level of, 
They didn't get to the Super Bowl. We right. would reference that. That's right. how we see Jalen Hurts. That's why when you win and you put your team in position to do what every team is sought out to do at every season, at the start of every season, you earn a little bit of the right to get some respect. That's, and I, I, I don't think Jalen Hurts doesn't deserve respect, to be clear. I'm just – I think that – the vast majority – Wilds, do you agree that it's almost universally agreed upon? Jalen Hurts is clearly better than Dak Prescott. Yes, I think – Yeah, and I don't think yep. that's fair. I don't I, think that's fair. Number-wise, number absolutely, you have a great argument there. Uh, and and Jalen uh, – Jalen's had one awesome year. It was important right. that he follows up that year. Yes. They're kind of factoring in improvement. Yes, if he, he had 22 – And nobody can uh, Michael Cooper, former Laker – uh, has a podcast, and he went on his podcast and said he didn't love LeBron having a snack after playing half of a preseason game. <laughs> I mean, take a listen. LeBron had dinner on the bench. He went and got showered and changed and came out as a spectator. I didn't like that. I didn't like I that. Didn't I didn't either, I, bro. Know, that, that uh, you know, again, that, you know, he's it LeBron is. James, but still, you got to have uh, respect for the game, man. If you sit over there, I, you know, I don't mind the guy eating, but go ahead and eat in the locker room. I mean, granted. I agree. Okay, this is just. Now, this is even sillier. What? Brew, do you have any issue no with this? Knowing work, that man. I hate when Dragon's people serious. eat while I'm oh, working. No. I'm just going to keep it real. Serious. I hate when people eat while I'm working. No, look. I mean, is it that huge of a deal? No. Is that good, Nick? Is it's really good, man. This is one of the best things about New York City. Grace papaya is like five bucks. But go um, ahead. This is, but this is like, this is LeBron. This is LeBron flexing to me. Like, I'm LeBron. I can do whatever I want. Can't everybody you do know, this? Having a no, you could. But why? It's like LeBron James can do whatever he wants. He could go into his next important business meeting and start eating in front of the person across from me, but you don't necessarily do it. Is this a case of, just because you can do something doesn't mean I you mean, should do something. Wilds. You want to see this regularly I'm in old, the preseason. I'm old I know, but I'm just saying. If, if it's- Will Ferrell played in 10 uh, Major League Baseball preseason games. And I'm old enough to remember Master P putting up buckets. For the Raptors. There's a story on Master P when yep. he was So is this just run. like, it's like, hey, no. Master P, get some run. LeBron can't have I, a I, snack. I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. I'm just saying because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. I mean, right. he was hungry. I don't need to be I eating totally on the fine. bench. I also, totally he's 39. And? Yeah, have a snack. <laughs> By the way, not 39 yet. Everyone's trying to age him. December 30th. Oh, okay. Sorry. 39. Uh, coming up next, Speak will be here tomorrow, 3 o'clock.